Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan here at Big Cass. Big Cass, my my good friend. What a great, fantastic weekend of football. Um, it looked like you had a blast up in Wisconsin. I had a blast down in Lexington, first ever SEC game. Um, I mean, it was just perfect football weather everywhere in the nation. And, you know, the Buckeyes, they got it done. Um, yep. We were talking before the show. This team gets no this team gets no respect. It was honestly a really good win. Really good win, I thought. It was a solid win against a great with against a really good defense against the okay offense. Uh, when Braylon Allen went down, uh, it kind of really put a foot in their offense. Um, our defense is so good. Um, the crowd was electric. It was, I would say out of every game that I've been to, um, it was probably the third loudest game I've ever been to. Um, <clears throat> obviously, oh, two, t- 2012 Michigan was extremely loud. 2017 Penn State was extremely loud. But I would have to say – this Saturday's game is the loudest game I've ever been to. Wisconsin fans brought it. Um, they even had an incredible drone light show at halftime. Jump around was amazing. I was going to um, say, that's what you wanted to hear. And, like, I guess the Buckeyes filled your wish because it was close enough for a good jump around, right? Yeah, I even told the Wisconsin fans around me that I'm kind of glad it was only a seven-point game because um, they had just got the ball. And jump around. It was third. It was third and long for Wisconsin. And jump around came out, and it was just electric. Obviously, the Buckeyes got to stop. Um, but incredible experience. You know, you walk into the team shop the day before, and they had the patio open, and you got right on the field. Beautiful stadium, beautiful campus. Um, you know, it's just it was a great experience. Wisconsin people are phenomenal people like they are so nice very welcoming to Buckeye Nation because Buckeye Nation showed out like I mean it they showed out to Camp Randall um and I think you know Luke Fickle is going to have Wisconsin playing some great ball I wouldn't be shocked if they end up winning the Big Ten West I know that's all jumbo pack right now even though I think believe it or not way it looking just was the scheduling I think Nebraska can Really, it's because they have Iowa and, and Wisconsin left. I think Nebraska is playing good football right now. And, and I think it's going to come down to Wisconsin, Nebraska, and Iowa. Um, but uh, the Iowa fans brought it. Um, the uh, young, the young Iowa, young Nebraska fans um, behind me, um, they were, they were, you know, they were talking that talking that shit, talking that shit, trying to – I think what they were trying to do was attach and trying to get under Buckeye fan skin, and it, and they failed. Hi, um, I mean, Proud of I'm, you. Surpri- I'm surprised I didn't have a ruptured eardrum with the young lady behind me screaming in my ear all night. Um, they scored their touchdown. Her and her friend fell off their seat on top of me. You're talking – Two girl, two girls that probably weigh a buck thirty each, falling right on top of me. I couldn't move my back for about forty five minutes. Oh man! 
Uh, but just a great game. Um, got to meet the Styles brothers and Steel Chambers and my wife, you know, best moment. But my wife, if anybody knows my wife, she loves Cade Stover. Um, not only what he does on the field, but what he does off the field. And seeing her get to meet Cade Stover was awesome. But going back to the game, it was just awesome. I mean, I could just tell you, you like, I could just see it in your eyes. It was an incredible trip. My question is, like, with the team, like, where they go? You just, they were just outside? Or, like, wh- where did you know to meet up with them? So, when they came in, you couldn't really get to them because they had to gate it off. But all we, we were walk, getting ready to walk back to our car. We didn't think that we'd be able to get to them. So, we were walking, getting ready to walk towards, you know, about a mile up the road at this little small mm-hmm. college. Kind of like whole, what Otterbein would be, but even yeah. though it's not that close. But it's just a – and – we walk and there's this big group of fa- Buckeye fans. And obviously Carson Hensman brought 49 family members and friends because um, he's from Wisconsin. Oh, gotcha. And we saw all these parents. And then I was like, you know, I talked to Kyle McCord's mom. She's a nice, sweet, you know, nice lady. Um, Carnell Tate's dad is, re- you know, a really cool dude. His family is really cool. I don't know if that was his dad. It might, I don't know. It was just his family. And then, you know, Ran right into steel chambers. My wife, my I told Cade, I, I saw Cade before my wife. And I said, hey, Cade. I was like, great game, man. Uh, my wife's a huge fan of yours. She, she's wearing your jersey. And then my I, I saw my wife come around the corner. I was like, babe, Cade Stover is right here. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is Cade Stover. And then she introduced herself to Cade and then ran right into the Styles brothers. And you know this. Because you know we've been doing this for a while, I called Lorenzo and Sonny Styles football and basketball games oh, when yeah, they were yeah. high school. Absolutely. So to see them in person, you know, to meet them and introduce myself to them, because you know we're such a small broadcast company, we don't get to interview these superstars at Pickerington because there's so much media, so we just let it go. Well-respected guys, you know. Didn't blow me off because, you know, some guys will blow people off, you know, just really respectful guys. It was a cool moment for me to meet the Styles brothers, knowing that I what I know of them in high school. Well, too, I feel like, too, it's like after a win like that, sometimes those wins are the best to like just go out and like shake hands with fans. I feel like like a, a cold win on the road. It wasn't pretty, but you got it done. Like it's a good team. You're heading back. You're feeling good. Like that's going to be a nice bus ride home. They are all going to or flight or whatever they're just gonna pass out and everything yep. um but to the game we haven't even talked about the game i feel no. like <laughs> no. I, I, I i took some notes because obviously i was at the tennessee kentucky game so i did i went back and rewatched the game a little bit uh my my, my two notes are really this um one travion henderson has his burst like he has a burst yeah. um, i have it on video <laughs> it, no no even before that there's another one i think to start that drive he has that second gear right now. Yep. And that I haven't seen him do that since like early on his freshman year. Yeah. And come to find out it was a rib injury. Yeah. Um, after the game, he talked about getting cheap shot against um, a cheap shot against, uh, a, you know, Notre Dame. And now it explains it because rib injuries take a while to heal. And, you know, when it comes to breathing, the cold, it, the air is getting cold. But seeing him be healthy was phenomenal. I mean, just that burst. 
Of course, mine was out for some reason. Hey, I, who predicted that? We both we predicted. Did. We all we, did. Like, we predicted that he wasn't even going to make – Like I said he wasn't going to be in the – I said he wasn't going to play. And then you said he wasn't going to make the trip. <laughs> it all came together. We were right. And it's that's the, the story uh, of the Ohio State running backs under Ryan Day the past couple of years. Ohio State is literally the empire in Star Wars. Like, if I, if I had to put uh, what's – like – if I had to put the Big Ten in Star Wars terms, Ohio State's the empire. Like, we're the Death Star. And, like, when it comes to the running backs, like, our running backs are, like, the Sith. Like, there can only be oh, two. It's a rule of two with Ryan Day. <laughs> you cannot have three. Like, if like We're the Jedis. The Jedi would probably be – I mean, I said, not- no, we're, we're the Jedis because Jim Harbaugh, something going on over there. Death, they're the Death Star. They're about to blow up. No, we're we're the Death Star. We're no, we gotta be the Death Star. <laughs> I don't know Star Wars, so we gotta be no, we absolutely are the Sith. It fits our color scheme. Um, the Jedi, that's a great one, Cass. Uh, probably like Penn State, honestly. That's a fair one. Yeah, but going um, back to the game, um obviously, you know, we saw Travion Anderson just play. I thought the offensive line had your best game all season. You played a solid defense. Um, yeah, Josh they, Fryer had like if you he like on the pro football focus, I think he was the eighth best tackle in college football this week. Sasquatch. So, we learned that it. from his family. Sasquatch. Yeah, that's what his family calls him. But um, but yeah, like I thought the offensive line, we all we went three and a half quarters without a penalty from Josh Simmons. It's getting close to him not having a penalty for a game. It's getting close. It's getting close. Um, but I thought the offensive line, I mean the holes that Travion, you know, they made for Travion to have those bursts. I thought the running, you know, you know, I thought the offensive line played solid. I mean, the only the only thing is, is it's Halloween. It was Halloween weekend, and we had Mr. Jack on Hyde at quarterback. Um, the I, one pick, all right, the one pick uh, I was say, a fantastic play yeah. by the safety. The other, the other one, like the one, the the one by the one. In the end zone was stupid. It was, and that was, I think, that was he just that was my other note. He just loves Marvin. You can tell. Yep. Marvin is Mar Marvin Harris. This is my second observation is Marvin Harrison is the best player in college football. Um, you know, there's a like you know why it's clear he's the best player in college football. Every person on the Heisman list is a quarterback, and then it's Marvin Harrison. So what yeah. does that tell you? Like, and you watch the games, they're like and like he doesn't have he obviously doesn't have god like insane stats, but it's like he's done enough the past two years. You've seen his body work. You've oh, seen he's... the big catches he's made this year. He is the best player. Yeah, he's winning the Blitzkoff. There's no there, there there's no question about it. Well, the, the thing is, is like you know we were talking about our good buddy Blake. I was talking about good buddy our good buddy Blake. I was like, we both agreed. Media, you need to put your money where your mouth is. If you're sitting here saying week after week that Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best player in college football, why isn't he front? Why aren't you putting him at the front runner for the Heisman? Because it's like when you just watch the games, no one can stop him. No. He literally he's unstoppable. And like Ryan is bringing out the plays now where we're getting him the ball in space. And yeah. it's nasty. And it, it is. And the thing is, is like I told my wife because she's like, why didn't Cade get any touches? I was like, because Luke Fickle, the smart coach that he is, knows that Marv is going to get hits. 
So mm-hmm. why not take your second best pass pass option right now? Because with a mecca not being with a mecca not playing, you take out your second best pass option, which was Cade Stover. Yeah, and then just they couldn't contain him now. Yeah, the second touchdown was just so it's like. And Marv can beat you in so many different ra- ways now. He can beat you with, you know, like a, like yak, like catching it and taking it 40, 50 yards. He's shown that explosiveness, but he's also, he can make that freaky possession catch. So he's just unguardable. Yeah, right. And, and I thought I posed this question to Blake, our good buddy Blake, too, when we were talking about Kyle McCord's struggles. And I think and it posed it, it a good question. Kyle McCord's struggle struggling in the first half, but you got to think too. He's been practicing the last two weeks with Emeka Abuka in the lineup. Come game time, Emeka Abuka is not playing. That has to screw up your timing and rhythm with other receivers a little bit, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I, I honestly, it's. I think we're just being too critical on the guy. I just think we're. He, uh, he threw two picks, but. He's only had one pick prior all year, so it's like he was due. It's oh, it only. Took oh, him, I'm not being critical. I'm it only just took him a week eight it. to reach to reach multiple interceptions. Like, okay. I mean, I'm I'm not being too too critical. I'm just you know making a point to the people that are very critical. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. I see. I know what you're doing. That's fair. So, defensively, Jordan Hancock had a great game. I thought he did. Um, good, good to see Denzel Burke out there. Week after week, we continue to say this. Now it's official. This defense is the best defense in the country. It's not even close. I mean, you can't really say anything about Mi- Michigan's got a good defense, but we don't know. We don't know. They haven't played a legit offense. I think to our defense, like Will with Tyreek Williams, like playing a ton now. He's got better stats than um, uh, somebody yeah. put up Jordan Davis at Georgia. Jordan Davis, yeah. No, Tyreek's so. I, I a monster. No, I, I I do think we have the best defense, and it, 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 I love I love how this week I felt like it was definitely more of a Steel Chambers game flow, um. But that, then you know Cody Simon was the special teams hero. So yeah, Tommy I, I, Tommy Eichenberg had Tommy, a great game. Tommy's always going to be the leading tackler, but it's just like yeah. if Cody and Steel can do what they keep what they keep have been do what they keep, if Cody can I can't even talk. If Cody and Steele can keep doing what they're doing, like I, I, I we're great, we're set. You know, Gabe Powers played a little bit too, by the way, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, yeah I think you know Jack Sawyer had a great game. Um, he, so, I mean, it was a great game overall. I am, special teams actually had a decent game. I mean, several of them won because I almost said Parker Nate Fleming needs to go. It was like a punt return or something like that, and they took it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a joke, but I mean, good solid game, good victory, first time in since 1990 the Buckeyes won by double digits in Camp Randall. That's impressive. Um, I'm ready to hand out some Buckeye leaves. I am too, and I I will say this one last thing before we do that. I I get I gotta give props I think to the Wisconsin quarterback um, for yep. being a freshman. Not he's not bad. I will say that he is not a bad player. No, he's not. No, he's not. So, special teams, Buckeye Leaf, you know, I know we're going to kind of steal this from uh, Ohio State Buckeyes Twitter page and OhioStateBuckeyes.com. But I, ha- I mean, I'm going right with him, Cody Simon. 
I love it. Um, I can go what defensive here. Yeah, your defensive Buckeye leave. Uh, it's definitely it, it has to be Hancock. Jordan Hancock. Yeah. Yeah, he had a solid, solid game. Actually, and too, um, my, my buddy texted me. He's like, I think Jordan – this is a hot take. I don't know if we can say this yet, but he said he, he thinks Jordan Hancock right now is better than Sean when, than when Sean Wade was, what Sean Wade was. Ooh. And I'm like, mm, I can see what he means. But, I think but that's hot. Jordan that's- Hancock. Jordan Hancock's also the same age when it comes to eligibility. As um Berg. Uh yeah, well, Sean Wade. So mm-hmm. uh let's see here. I'm trying to find my I'm trying to look at the box score because I'm gonna go I wanna think outside of the box with mine with without thinking of you know the usual guys. By the way, the Lions are beating the Raiders 16 to 6. Yeah, I have it on. Their um, Mumford completely awesome took someone. He always Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson to the woodshed and made him say "uncle." So let's see. Okay, Buckeyes. I'm going to step out in the box, and and I'm going to look because you know, and I am going to say, I think I know. Kate, Kate Stover had a tackle. I'm going Sunny Styles. Okay. Four tackles, two solo tackles. Had a solid game. I mean, Tyleek Williams had a great game. Jack Sawyer had a good game. Steel Chambers. But Sonny Styles made some great tackles um, in helping stalling drives. I like it. I'm going offense. Um, I'm going Josh Fryer. Just, just a big, big, big-time performance and very consistent. Pro football focus, obviously, graded him out great, but – um, just a great job by – we have to give some offensive line some love. I feel like we haven't given the offensive line any love, but they, I think this was a worthy performance. So I'll give one to um, uh, Fryer, Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Uh, I mean, I know this is kind of, you know, but I got to give mine to Travion Henderson. Um, yeah. Just because – he had a fantastic game, and you can't take nothing away from him on that. And it was just, you know, Travion Henderson. I'm looking at his stats right now. 24 carries, 162 yards, averaging seven yards a carry. Just about – just phenomenal. And then we, we can't we can't not say Marv. Like, we have to – like, you absolutely have to make room for Marv on there, right? We're not yeah. We're, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marv is probably player of the game, but it's like <laughs> Marv would be on the get. We would get a Buckeye leave every week. Like it's insane. He can, he can, he he would earn one. Well, no, against Indiana, he wasn't great. That's gonna cost him the Heisman, isn't it? <laughs> the Indiana game, week one, Indiana. <laughs> Imagine they're like, oh yeah, he just you know they they weren't ready week one. That'd be the most ridiculous stuff ever. As Michael question Penn is, almost we'll lost back to the state. Yeah. The question is, is will 
Um, will Mecca play this week? That's the question we're going to have. Hopefully, we can answer it when we record our next episode. Absolutely. My biggest question, and we're, you don't have to answer this because it is more of a question for next episode, but how many trick plays is Greg Shiano going to run? I mean, he's already said he's already said this week that he's watched little TV on on uh, Ohio State offense. So, uh oh. If you look up Tim Hall's Twitter, if he'll say, you see it. Is that is that the coach Dan Dockage was referring to? Is Connor Stallions in the in the, the Rutgers hiding in the grease trucks? I don't know. This whole Michigan situation is really, really interesting to me. So we have, I mean, we have to talk about real quick. I know we're not trying to beat this like a dead horse, but engagement, <laughs> Twitter engagement has been insane because of it. So it's what the people want. I'm like, um, with this Michigan stuff, though, the press conference today with like with Harbaugh. I, I honestly, and everyone knows I don't like the guy, but I think Joe Biden has given better press conferences. <laughs> like, like Harbaugh had that thousand-year stare, that thousand-yard stare, and then he was, like, talking in, like, similes and metaphors about corn and stuff, like Kamala, but it was just a bizarre conference, and, like, he looked awkward, and just he did not look well. He looked a little bloated, but, like, Oh, like he just he did not look good. That was just not a good interview for him. Like, like I, th- I think he knows his days are numbered. He knows something. I don't know. Because why in the heck would they rescind his contract? Well, he said that's not necessarily true. I believe was the the exact word. I call BS. Hmm. That's just me. I call BS. Unless it was never official, an official offer, but they were in like talks. I still call. I still call BS. <laughs> I mean, what yeah. do you think happens? What do you What do you think is going to happen from here? I'm surprised nothing's happened already. I really am. And that's just because that's just because I I think they're I don't know if they're doing the waiting game or or what, but it's just really bizarre how they're hand how it's being handled right now. Well well into it's, it's they can they can wait, they can like drag this out for another ninety days, win the championship, and then like get it vacated. It's just that's like the most ridiculous thing ever if they do that, in my opinion. Well, like, I'm sure, I'm sure Yoder was trolling yesterday when he was talking about players only meeting, but oh, 100%. Who knows? who knows? Oh man, is this week nine or week eight? Last week, week this is going to be week. Well, I think this is week, yeah, nine. it's week nine because we had. A bye, we're eight and yeah. Wow, four more regular season weeks, plus a Big Ten championship, plus two bowl games. I'm really contemplating if the Buckeyes beat Michigan going to the Big Ten championship. 
I'm contemplating. I, I I'd say there's a sixty percent chance I'm in. Yeah. yeah, I'm sixty. I'm sixty percent buying them <laughs> if that if we win. No, it's not even a far drive. It's like two hours. No, two and a half. I just did it yesterday. Yeah, it's not bad. So, got some spotted cow. So, get ready for that. Yes, sir. Get ready for Rutgers this week. I'm like a little concerned because they're six and two. And they're honestly not that bad. And uh, they're coming off a bye, and it's going to be at home. But then it's also it's Rutgers. <laughs> I'm on the Richter scale a three. Out of what? Ten. I'd say like a four. I give myself a four. Yeah, a three or yeah, three or four. Well, like I, I've told myself, if we lo- if we ever lose the Rutgers, I'm not even going to be mad. I'm just going to be like, wow. They they came to play. <laughs> they... <laughs> Just I hope a mecca plays this week. It seems like a mind Williams type of week. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Chip Trainum's gonna be on the Chip Trainum's gonna be on the injured reserve list Chip, this week. Chip Chip's getting a pectoral injury or something. Yeah, this is the week Tony Alford has him doing MMA at in practice, but this is the week Dallin Hayden gets the bat first and chips yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. I just I mean, what are they doing at practice that they're always getting hurt, these guys? Well, I think now it answered Travion's question. I really do. Oh yeah. Well, too, it's I mean, if it was a ribs injury too for Travion. Like that's fine. That's just like a pain management thing and like conditioning and breathing almost. Like last year, he had more of a foot injury, and that for yeah. him like made it really tough. Yeah. So, Buckeyes are looking good. Uh, we got Rutgers preview coming. It's gonna be a ecstatic. And you know what else we can preview this week? What? Because it officially starts next Tuesday. Ohio Max- State. Basketball. It's the most wonderful time. No, it's on Monday night. So Monday, Oakland at Ohio State, the very first game. And also USC at Ohio State for women's basketball in the Hall of Fame series classic. Number 21 versus USC versus number seven, Ohio State on True TV. I don't think it's in Las Vegas at 2 p.m. Why is the game at 2 p.m. on a Monday? That I makes love a lot it. of sense. I'm going to watch that at work 100%. Um, also, oh, I'll have it on at work. I got to say one last thing. Like, I, for, I, I forgot to even talk about this, though. Trip to te- uh, trip to Kentucky, great, 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 great little, like, college town they have there. Um, it's not Columbus. It's 100% not Columbus. It reminded me of, like, if Athens – like Lexington remind me of like kind of like Athens, Ohio a little bit, but like if Ath- like if they were like an SEC school, I guess I don't know. Um, it was cool. cool I can see cool. that. Uh, I got to see, I got to talk about. I saw Joe Milton play. He he had a game, man. He like eighteen for twenty one. He completed ninety percent of his passes. 
um, a touchdown, had made some great plays with his legs. Uh, one of his incompletions was like the nicest incompletion I've ever seen. It was like a 75-yard bomb, almost on the money. <laughs> like, just, oh, NFL guy gets there 100%. Um, he was awesome. Um, just a great, great, great weekend. Just, and, and I got to say, I've never been, like, I haven't been to other Big Ten stadiums. Like, I, I feel like it, it would be probably compared to, like, an Iowa-Kentucky stadium. But great tailgate setup. Um, just a really cool tailgate um, setup and everything. And it it does mean more. It does. It was a really fun game. Maybe. It was, I mean, I wasn't there. I've never experienced it. I can't judge It's. I mean, the, the fans are rowdy. I got to give them credit. The Tennessee fans and the Kentucky fans, it meant more because the game didn't mean anything. They're both, they were both five and two. This was to be bowl eligible. The fans showed out. It was a rowdy atmosphere. Going back to Michigan before we get off here, supposedly there's going to be a rally held if there is. Does Michigan have the equivalent of a Tennessee Jeff? Zero chance. Zero chance. If if they do, his name is Kentucky Jim. They're gonna. They're, they're, they might. They might just bring out the guy or the their equivalent of like the Tennessee Jeff is like the group of like the choir kids that are singing. Like, it's Spanky Wolverine. Oh, it's Swanky Wolverine. That's who it yeah. is. Swanky Wolverine. <laughs> Swanky Wolverine. I'm pretty sure is a furry. A what? A furry. <laughs> Oh. oh man, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh I'm honestly here for it. honestly. I think we should send we should send a bus up with Tennessee Jeff and a couple of people and see, Dude, see what happens. If t- if Michigan has a rally, Tennessee Jeff has to be there. He has to. <laughs> I feel like we can get. I feel like we can get some Michigan State people too, because the Michigan State people like. We're like, we're not allies, but we're all like, screw Michigan. <laughs> like, us, so, State, Michigan State, we're just all like teaming up. And they're so convinced that Urban's coming. That's my favorite rumor. And the, like, the favorite rumor was uh, that Urban leaked it all to destroy <laughs> Jim Harbaugh's program right before he takes over a massive deal with Michigan State. Um, savvy play. Urban did it. I mean, sure. It's funny. It's, it's funny. funny. Yep, should be an interesting week. Hopefully, by Thursday when we record, there's new, different news. Ryan Day's presser tomorrow to tell us that Rutgers is a really, really good football team. So, yeah, what is it? It's gonna be awesome. But Cass, that's all I got, bud. That's all I got, man. As always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Us podcast. Um, and just go Bucks. Go Bucks.